the New Testament, from Matthew 6, from verse 25 to 34. The heading is, Do Not Worry. And I think there's more to this than meets the eye because it's something that I desperately need. <laughs> Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, about what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, so do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. To God be the glory. Nick, can you play the PowerPoint?
just say goodbye to yesterday? Or would you live each moment like your last? Leave old pictures in the past. Donate every dime you had. And would you call on friends you never see? Reminisce on memories. Would you forget your enemies? And would you find that one you dream? Where I'm blind, I got a book that should finally fall in love. If today was your last day, is everyone awake? Does anyone here do New Year's resolutions? <laughs> nah, no, we gave it up after the first two years. I, sadly, I still do. Maybe I'm an old romantic and believe that it actually means something. But uh, at the beginning of every year, we've got a clean slate. You know, it's a new year. Nothing's been done. Nothing's been messed up. Everything's new and fresh. And uh, hey, you know, we can we can put those things down on paper. How much it's worth, we don't really know. But, you know, every year I'd have more or less the same things. Um, you know, I didn't have this, but a lot of people would have stop smoking. I had uh, pay off your debts. I had, uh, you know, go on diet, lose 15 Ks, write a book, clean the garage, and do something exciting. So uh, it is now the 20th of May, 2012, about five months and 20 days, and I have probably kept my debt the same. Uh, I've gained a little bit of weight. I've wrote the title of my book, <laughs> which will probably change. Uh, and then the something exciting that I did is I took my nieces to the aquarium. If you know my nieces at all, you'd think it's about the same level of, as uh, skydiving. It's that kind of intense. Uh, they, they run off to every direction, and, and yeah, I would have liked to have done something better, but you know, that's what I had. So now what do I do? I've made all these goals. I've, I've created all of them. I'm five months down the track. And so do I wait for another year? Do I wait until another year and then really attack it? You know, God never created us to live a year at a time. He didn't create us to live a month at a time. He didn't create us to live a week at a time. We need to live one day at a time. That's the way he created us. And you know, I never really sort of took notice, but if you go into the scriptures, you can find that pattern coming in every, you know, at, at most places. In the Psalms, it says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It doesn't say I will light up the world. It doesn't say I will show you your end destination. He says, I will show you enough that you can take one step, one step at a time. He speaks about um, from the rising of the sun till the setting of the same, I will praise my Lord in Malachi. In James it says, life is but a vapor, tomorrow you never know. So, you know, Jesus speaks about a parable about a rich man who had a lot of, of grain that he was going to store and then sell off. And then he would be able to live his life and be merry, eat and drink. And he died that next day. 
And Jesus said, pretty much, don't store your riches for tomorrow because tomorrow is uncertain. He speaks about living one day at a time. Rejoice in the Lord always. He says, rejoice, for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad. And, you know, and, and let us look at every single day in its own, as its own, as its own opportunity. A new way of, of being able to experience a lesson one step at a time. We live in a journey. A journey takes a long time. But the thing is, God breaks it up for us very easily. He says, when the sun goes up, take a step. When it goes down, remember the step that you've taken. And so that's the way he's worked with so many people and so many stories and scriptures. One of the most interesting things about living one day at a time is we can go back into where the Israelites had just gone over the Red Sea and were stuck in the wilderness. Now, Moses had gone and through God's power been able to release the Israelites. And so they went over the Red Sea and the Egyptian army was, was uh, drowned. And so they were so excited. And, and Moses talks to them about the promised land. This is a land where you can achieve your dreams. This is a land of prosperity. This is a land of milk and honey. This is a land where there will be peace and joy and love and, and, and community. And so he sells this dream to all the Israelites. But for 40 years, they were stuck in the wilderness. For 40 years, you've been told the same thing over and over and over again. No wonder they were frustrated. No wonder they, they said, but God, come on, where is it? You promised it to us, but I want it and I want it now. And so, you know, when we're in that space, when we're in our wilderness experience, we sort of long for the old days. I love the way that the, the Israelites, they go, oh, the old days. Now, <laughs> You know, the good old days when we were in Egypt and getting flogged every day and, and being worked in slavery, you know, oh, those were the days. No, they never ever brought that up. But they would bring up, oh, in Egypt when we had pots of food and we were together and sang. And the thing is that God reminds them that every day he is faithful by sending manna. Manna wasn't just edible. It was, it was good. It tasted like honey. It was something that they enjoyed eating. Every single day can be a joy. Every single day God provides. Every single day God is faithful. And so we need to remember that. If we can live our journeys one day at a time remembering that God is faithful, that he will provide for all our needs, and that there is joy in abundance in every single day, it can forever change our lives. The Israelites finally did get to the promised land. But that promised land was not filled with absolute peace and absolute joy and absolute um, sort of happiness. Our lives will never be like that. Our lives will never be 100% stable, 100% serene, 100% peace. Unfortunately, the only day we'll ever experience that is the day that we are with our Lord. And you know what? We've got a lot of days here that we can enjoy every single day. There is so much blessing. There is so much that we can get in every single day. I used to, uh, when I was about 14, we went up to George, and I had a brother who's 10 years younger than me, so he was about four at the time, and I have a sister who's four years younger than me, and so she was 10, and they used to fight all the time, so I had to sit in the middle. And I remember going up, and after about half an hour, my brother would already start with that, Dad! Are we there yet? 
Dad, how much longer? Dad, where are we now? What time are we going to get there? And sometimes I feel that God thinks we do exactly the same thing. Because we're saying, Lord, when are we going to get to joy? Lord, when are we going to get to prosperity? Lord, when are we going to get to peace and happiness? And God's saying, but I've given you a day that is filled with blessing. I am faithful. Can you not see that all your needs are going to be met today? Do you not know what kind of opportunities lie in just these 24 hours? Why do you want to be there when you can have now? When you can live in the moment where you can experience God's blessing right here, right now. Many of us live in the future. We're going, you know, in, in a couple of months' time, I could get that promotion. In a couple of uh, weeks' time, I'll be able to go to that, to that great party. In a couple of, uh, you know, months' time, I'll, I'll have my birthday, and then everything will change. You know what? It probably won't. But today, you can do something about it. Today, you can control it. Today, you can make steps. So many times, we have issues that start to creep in, and they can suffocate us. You know, there's things like debt, there's things like not having a job, there's things like increasing prices, and they just come and they surround us and they have a way of suffocating us. And God says, just live one day at a time. You know what? I can deal with things that are bigger than today, but you can deal with today. It's God's way of saying, you know what? I trust you. You can make decisions that can lead you out of this one day at a time, one step at a time. You don't have to defeat the whole enemy, but you just have to take one step in faith. Because I love the way that in, in the gospel according to St. Matthew, uh, Jesus says to the disciples, Oh, you of little faith. And I always think that when he says that, he almost means you of little memory. Because we so often forget how faithful our God is, that every single day we are alive. Every single day we get through and we get blessed. And we really just don't take it as what it should be. We do not make it sacred. We do not make it holy. We do not live in the moment. But so often we go, are we there yet? And so one way of making every day sacred is to do two things. And this is a, a discipline that I've got in, and, and uh, maybe it will help you. Every morning, I take about 15 minutes just to breathe, to say, Lord, this is the day that you have given me. It is filled with opportunity. It is filled with troubles. It is filled with challenges. It is going to be filled with joy and blessing. And so, Lord, I leave it in your hands. I know that together we can get through today. I know that to get together I can be blessed today. I know that together we can take a step of faith towards the end goal today. You are journeying with me. And so today is a special day in that journey together. And so that's all I do, is I just sit with God and say, okay, let's take today as, as it comes. But I'm not doing it alone, I'm doing it with my Father. I'm doing it with God who can control any situation. And then at night I get through the day and most times, sadly, I forget about him most of the day. And I get to the end of the day and I sit down and I go, Lord, so what have I learned? And I've got a lot of lessons that I've learned out of every single day. I remember where God has blessed me. I remember the challenges that I perhaps have failed in. And I write these things down. I actually have a journal that I put next to my bed and I write these things down. I write the blessings, I write the challenges, I write the times that I've messed up. And I can go over the last couple of weeks and I can actually remember the blessings that come up every single time. 
And maybe that will give you a bit of a clue into where God is sending you, to what God's mission is in your life. And each and every day we're taking a step. You know, the stories of the Bible and the story of the Christian faith is all about journeys, long journeys. For Abraham, you know, it was an up and down and no kids and then a kid and then tell you to go and sacrifice your kid and then have as many descendants as there are the stars. It was a long journey for Abraham. He messed up a lot of times. But every day was a blessing. Every day was a blessing. The story of David, the story of Paul, the story of Peter, their journeys, their ups and downs, their joy, their celebration, their mourning, their, 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 their challenges, their obstacles in every single journey. But every single day is sacred. Do we take it as such? Do we live each day? That is, a, that is do we live each day? When alcoholics are on a road to recovery, they have a saying which says, just for today. Just for today, I can keep clean. Just for today, I can move forward. Just to today, I can, I can get through this. And they had a pamphlet that they brought out, and this is what it said, and so many amazing things. And so if you want a copy of these notes, they are at the back at the info table, and it really gives you some good insights into how to, to live each day. It says, just for today, I will try to live through this day only and not tackle my whole life problem at once. I can do something for 12 hours that would appall me if I had to keep it up for a lifetime. You know, sometimes we can do hard things every single day. But we need to just realize that live it for today. Get through it today. And tomorrow, we'll try again. Just for today. Just for today, I will be happy. This assumes to be true what Abraham Lincoln said. Most, folk, most folks are as happy as they make their minds up to be. Be positive. You know, with God, you are more than conquerors. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Be positive just for today. Just for today, I will adjust myself to what is and not try to adjust everything to my own desires. I will take my luck as it comes and fit myself into it. It's pretty much saying sometimes we need to embrace the things that we cannot change. Let it change you if you can't change it. So maybe just for today, you can adjust yourself. You can take those life lessons. You can change your attitude. You can change your priorities and your perceptions more to what God wants us to be. And if we can become more like what God is, we can embrace God's power and we can get through more than just today. Just for today, I will strengthen my mind. I will study. I will learn something useful. I will not be a mental loafer. I will read something that requires effort, thought, and concentration. Every day, learn something. Something new. Challenge yourself. Just for today, I will exercise my soul in three ways. I will do someone a good turn and not get found out. If anyone knows of it, it will not count. Can you imagine that? We're very good at doing good turns and then saying, oh, it was me. Hey. <laughs> and often that's, that's a good way of showing that we love someone and a good way of building relationships. But sometimes just do it for the good of it. Do it so that someone else knows that, that they are loved. It doesn't need to know who it's from. If, um, I will do at least two good things, two things that I don't want to do just for exercise. I will not show anyone that my feelings are hurt. They may be hurt, but today I will not show it. 
Just for today, I will be agreeable. I will look as well as I can, dress becomingly, talk low, act courteously, criticize not one bit, not find fault with anything, and not try to improve or regulate anybody except for myself. Just for today, I will have a program. I may not follow it exactly, but I will have it. I will save myself from two pests, hurry and indecision. Those two things seem to always take us off the path. We can make it just through today. We can have a plan just for today. But somehow hurry and indecision always seems to get through to us. So, you know, have a program. Keep, keep it in your mind. Have a resolution every single day of what you want to get done. Just for today, I will have a quiet half an hour all by myself and relax. During this half an hour, at some time, I will try to get a better perspective of my life. And so really, that's what those times in the beginning of the day and the end of the day do for me. I get a perspective of every day, a perspective of my journey. I like to to record the journey that I'm going on just for myself. Just that I know that my God is alive, that my God is faithful, that every single day my God will provide for every one of my needs, that there is nothing too big for my God to do. I go through the bad times in my life and I realize that through all of that, there's probably still tons more blessing than there are problems, tons more lessons than there are challenges. And so God will do that with you every single day if you just let him. His grace is sufficient for you. And I just want to end with 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9. And this is Paul speaking. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power might rest on me. That's why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You know what? There is nothing that we can do about our yesterdays. If we made bad decisions, there is nothing we can do to change it. You know, we look at the future and we worry about it. We worry about what's going to happen. What's going to happen to our children? What's going to happen to our lives? What's going to happen to our comfort? You know what? There's nothing we can do about tomorrow. The only thing we can do is something for today. And so let's focus on that. Let's draw our attention to that. Because God is in control of our tomorrow. And God is much more wise. God is much more powerful than we will ever be. So leave it in his hands. Let God look after your tomorrows. For when I am weak and I can't control things, God is in control and God is strong. When I am weak, God is strong. But remember that God's grace is sufficient for each and every one of us. That there is nothing that we cannot get through. That there is nothing that we cannot tackle. That there is no journey that we cannot undertake if we do it with God's power. One step at a time. One day at a time. Hold on to that. Your journey will never come to an end. Your journey is filled with ups and downs. But one step at a time, we journey together in the presence of our Lord. And there is nothing greater than being in the presence of our God. For everything is meaningful. Everything is is filled with blessing. Everything is abundant. Everything is full. Live that full, abundant life one day at a time. Do not let your life be lived in in tomorrow. Do not let it be lived in the yesterdays. 
live it today. Amen. Dear Lord, I thank you so much that when I am weak, you are strong. That, Lord, I can leave my tomorrows in your hands. I don't know what's going on tomorrow. I don't know the challenges that I will have to face. I do not know the obstacles that I might have to overcome. But I do know that you are there. And that you are in control. And so, Lord, I leave them in your hands. And I walk away knowing that I have the freedom to live today. To make decisions today that can influence my tomorrows. And so, Lord, may I work as hard as I can. May I work as excellently as I can. May I live every day in your presence. May I be grateful for every uh, blessing that you have given me. May I never take any moment for granted, but may I be in the moment. Thank you, Lord, that I can live every day to its fullest, every day in abundance of life. Thank you, Lord, that I need not worry, but it is in your hands that I can find rest. Come to me, everyone who is weary and heavy laden, and you will find rest. You will find serenity. You will find peace. You will find soul. You will find joy. You will find love when rooted in God. Amen. And I call upon Derek to lead us in an intercessory prayer. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning and pray for that promise you have given us, that you'll give us all we need from day to day because you already know our needs. This, Lord, we know happens when we live for you and make the kingdom of God our primary concern. We pray, Lord, that you help us all to focus on these words from your scripture and help us to achieve it in our daily walk with you. Dear Father God, thank you for releasing in us the understanding of your precious love and for, your and for guiding us to accept that you are our only Lord and Savior. We praise and worship you for all the blessings showered upon us and pray that we are worthy of your love. Let your light shine upon us and embrace our entire country <clears throat> so that we will glorify your name and leave strife and violence out of our lives. O oh Lord, we thank you for the ordinary joys of our lives, for the last laughter of the children, for the song we sing in our homes during our daily duties, for the books that teach us to think and friends who cheer us in Darkest, in our darkest days. We praise you for the unexpected kindness that are shown to us for health and homes, joy and work, for quiet places to worship and for the chance to do a good turn to others around us, be it to show love, to be, to be a concerned friend, to show compassion or to be willing to go that extra mile. Lord, we pray for the progression of the extensions of the storeroom and the kitchen at St. Mark's. 
the builder Len and his team and those on the building committee for the vision which was set out on paper which has now become a reality. We thank you, Lord, for the finances we have received to complete these extensions and know that you have made it possible through the many committed members of St. Mark's Church. Lord, we thank you for the many prayers that have been answered regarding the growth of new members in our church, the WA's effort in raising funds and the growth in the Sunday school and youth-led services. Lord, all the praise and glory goes to you as we see, hear, and participate in the many activities going on in our church, namely Disciple 1 and 2, Soup Kitchen, the Espresso Sessions, new members' orientation, and many prayers that covers our congregation when hardships come knocking at our door through sickness, bereavement, and tragedy. We pray this all through the wonderful name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. We're going to close off this morning with an absolutely beautiful hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies we see, and his hand provides for all our needs. Great is our God's faithfulness. So come, let us stand this morning, and as we proclaim once again that the Lord is our strength, he is also our song. So let us lift our voices to him. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, thy Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Changes not thy compassions, they fail not. Thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord. Oh, God.